Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Andrew Roman Show. I'm so happy that you're tuning in. Thank you for listening on podcasts. Thank you for tuning in on YouTube. Today, it is an honor to have a very, very special guest. Not a new guest per se, because he's been with us last year to talk about different things. But today, we're continuing our success stories where I interview people who are making a difference. And it is an honor to have not just anybody, but a number one billboard artist here with me on the podcast with over 100,000 monthly listeners. Only That's just Spotify alone that I got those numbers of. I mean, his song, The Patriot, which I purchased, by the way, I got you there. And the song, The Patriot, has gotten more than 2.7 million listens. That's just Spotify, several million views already. And his new song, uh, Insurgent, I believe, is already rising on the charts. So with that being said, Topher, welcome to the show. Glad to be back, Andrew. Um, Like I said, uh, I love the new setup. I love what you're doing, man. I'm, I'm glad to see. Uh, I know you brought me on here for success and to talk about that, but I'm glad to see you're tasting success as well. Because to <laughs> me, any progress is a step in the right direction and it's all part of the journey to success. I love that, man. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. And uh, well, today I don't want to I don't want to waste any time because really, Topher, you're, you're a busy guy. I mean, I anytime if you follow Topher on Instagram, definitely follow him. But you'll see that he's always traveling. He's either performing or or leading, you know, really the conservative movement when it comes to music as well. But I'd like for you to kind of introduce yourself a little bit to the audience. It's been a whole year since you've been here and it's been a lot in this whole year that you've gone through. But tell us a little bit about what you do and about yourself. My name is Topher. I'm married to my beautiful wife, Alicia. I have two baby girls. One is six and one is two. I currently live in Mississippi. I was born and raised in Mississippi. I'm one of the biggest independent artists and rappers in Mississippi. Matter of fact, probably in the the country at the moment. I got a, a number one hit with the Patriot. And uh, Bryson Gray and me and Burden, we have a song on the charts right now. Uh, it's already charting on iTunes. It doesn't even have a music video to it. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm uh, six years active duty Air Force. And, you know, that that's kind of hitting home right now with what's going on. Absolutely. And, and, and what happened there. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, just a regular guy outside of that. I play video games <laughs> just like everybody else. I love the Lord. I love this country. <laughs> I love Patriots, man. So that's so awesome. a bad guy. Man, I, I love that. And, and definitely it will be insensitive not even to, to touch the subject and the elephant in the room. Definitely I want to say thank you, first of all, for your service and that you were a great part of well, the last 20 years. And obviously, you know, I, I made a video, which I'll post later on regarding what's going on. And, and like you said, it's hitting home, but your sacrifice is not in vain. And I, I truly appreciate it. And I, and I mean it. I mean it when I say thank you for your service and your sacrifice um, here. So you came back and now you you're pursuing your career. You're pursuing your music career. Like you mentioned, number one Billboard song, your new song with Bryson Gray and other artist and you know i think um the patriot was with the marine rapper as well i saw him on on it it's just it's it's growing on the charts and i I think that you're leading a movement in music in rap coming from a grassroots um start per se but did you ever see yourself i mean take take me back here here's topher as a kid did you ever see yourself where you are now 
I saw myself in front of thousands, but I never saw myself in this fashion, right? I just okay. thought I was going to be the typical hip-hop artist, sign a major deal, yeah. you know, tour around the country, around the world. I never thought that God had this in store for me, right? I never knew mm-hmm. that I was going to do it independently without label. And not only that, but at the same time, I was going to be fighting against um, culture and trying to help change culture mm. and be a culture uh, a leader and a, and a leader within the conservative movement. Never would imagine any of this. And that's why I always tell people, you know, if God were to show you what you had to go through to get to where you want to be in life, you probably wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, if he would have shown, yeah, you're going to be banned, you're going to be counseled. Uh, a lot of people going to hate you for your views and this and that. But at the end of the day, you're going to be successful. I'm probably like, well, I might want to just take this other route. Yeah. I'm thankful for the journey, man. Like I said, I'm thankful for the people mm-hmm. that have shown support regardless. And to me, that's what's more important, knowing that there are people out there that resonate with this message. And I'm touching the lives of young kids and, and older generations. And everyone's just coming together, agreeing that, you know, uh, we love God. We love this country. And we want to make sure that we protect it and preserve it for future generations. Mm, I love that. I love that focus of of the future generations because it's not it's not now. It's not all about now. It's about what happens tomorrow for our children's children and and beyond that. And I wanted to ask you because you know for me you're very inspirational because I love music. Now I've never recorded songs or anything like that, but I I love music. And you you said an important word when you were describing your journey that you're not labeled. You know you're not necessarily with with a record label. You're and now, what does that mean for those that don't know? And they're like, oh, well, it doesn't make a difference. I think it makes a little bit of a difference. Uh, but could you break that down a little bit of how your journey has been really supported, really a grassroots movement? Yeah. So if you're an independent artist, it just simply means that you're not signed to a label with a 360. Mm-hmm. 360 deals mean that you give up your rights to your masters and um, and everything, distribution, and just all your publishing rights and everything. But for independent artists, well, unfortunately, we'll just go back. So the reason why that's important is because that's where you make most of your money from. Whoever mm. has control over that content is going to be the one that wins out in the end. So being an independent artist, you have control over all of that. So uh, another added benefit to being independent is I can talk about what I want to talk about without someone trying to shelve my album or shelve my song. That's I can true. release when I want to. So if I want to release on a Tuesday or a Sunday night, I can do that. No, no one's going to stop me. Yeah, you don't have to go through the bureaucracy and try to move mountains to try to do do what you want. I, I love that. I love what you mentioned there. And, you know, you, you mentioned something that you said, if, if God would show you the process it takes to get where he wants you to be, you probably never take that road to begin with because of all that struggle. Could you maybe walk us through some of the things? I mean, you 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 you, sh- you know, you highlighted some stuff, hinted some stuff like like being banned or, or things like that, especially with the song Patriot. But would you kind of walk us through maybe some of the challenges that you've had through this process? Absolutely. So for those of you, if you watched me last year, if you didn't, I got a lot of my start from TikTok. So I, I became like the face of conservatism on TikTok and uh, it inspired many other great content creators that we see today, like This Is Savvy, Gothics, and all the others. And um, once we got enough people talking about the same values and understanding politics and breaking things down, 
I felt it was time for me to go ahead and move into something that was unique and only I can kind of do. And it, it leaned toward my natural gifts, which was music. You know, I started mm-hmm. to talk, talking about different things, not because I was a great speaker or orator, just because I was fed up and I wanted to try to get some type of message out there, some type of truth. Um, so what I decided to do is transition into putting more into my music. I've always mm-hmm. shot away from that because of the backlash that we receive or I've received from my family members, from friends. And, you know, it's kind of kind of sucks. Right. A lot of people yeah. will. Well, not a lot of people, but anybody for the most part that says they blew up or became successful. They'll tell you specifically within the music industry, you tend to you tend to be respected and get more love from people who don't know you. Versus those mm-hmm. people around you, because today mm-hmm. in their eyes, I will always be Chris. I'll always be the Chris knucklehead or whatever who I am, the one they've been known their entire life. But to others, when they first hear my music, when they first see me, it's like, oh, this dude is goaded. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As the saying goes, no one's no one's a prophet in their own land. Exactly. I mean, even Jesus wasn't a prophet in his own land, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what good comes from Nazareth? There you go. So <laughs> Exactly. So I just, you know, it's fun. It's fun to see that happen and it's fun to prove them wrong. You know, it's like, nah, guys, I'm, I'm going to be successful and I'm going to do it how I want to do it. I'm tired of you guys bullying me into doing things and saying things that I just don't agree with. And I'm not going to stifle my voice or hold back my concerns um, out of fear, right? Out of fear of rejection from you. Uh, Lecrae, you know, uh, one of the things he said in the song once once before, I forget the name of the song. He said, if you live for their acceptance, you will mm-hmm. die from their rejection. Yeah. So I don't want to live that type of life. I just want to live the life that God appointed me to do. And as long as I'll keep putting him first, I know he's going to keep blessing me. I love that. I love that. And in and, and, and that, that perspective that you mentioned of the struggle that, the unseen struggle, right? Because in the public life, you know, ever, you know, you're seeing all, all the pictures, all the tours, all everything like that. But like you mentioned, the resistance that you also saw. I mean, I remember this must have been in the beginning of the year, late of last year, whenever the Patriot was blowing up this that that song. But at the same time, it was, I think, it was taken down randomly, right? Your distributor just took it down or, or didn't even tell you the reasons being, but I, I remember the whole fiasco. Could you, could you kind of break that down for us? What ended up happening? So my distributor at the time was distro kid. And I know I was in the vicinity of, well, I was in DC like that. I wasn't near the Capitol, but I was in DC on January 6th. But apparently mm-hmm. I guess they considered my song, um, one of the, I don't know, core songs to everyone storming the Capitol. I have no idea. Because it was called The Patriot or whatever. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, they never, like I said, they never gave me a reasoning. They never gave me a reasoning as to why. They never told me what community guidelines or whatever guidelines I broke. They just said that they received a takedown order from stores, which is very broad. They never said specifically what store. I find it odd that it was all the stores at the same time said take it down. Right. 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 So it was mainly distributor. But like I said, they gave me no reason. And I have screenshots of that. And they took it down January 6th, like two hours after. Maybe I don't even think it was two hours. I think it was maybe an hour and a half, maybe an hour. Um, we was driving and then we tried to pull it up just to play the Patriot. Because like I said, it was a it was a popular song at the time. And my guy, definitely, he couldn't find it on Spotify. And I was like, wait a minute, what? So 
it was all Spotify for a week. And then I got another email on January. Well, I'll be going back and forth with my distributor, but mm-hmm. I got an email on January, I think it was 13th. And that said um, that they received a takedown order and they had to remove it from all stores that day. So it was completely removed from all digital streaming platforms, except for YouTube and SoundCloud that day. And um, yeah, it was, it was kind of tough. But I was able to keep it on YouTube because it was not distributed to YouTube. It was uploaded via my own personal channel. Same That's thing with good. SoundCloud. So I know it has something to do with my distributor. And yeah, I decided to go with another distributor with that after about a week and a half. And I uploaded. It was crazy because they told me if I tried to re-upload the song without fixing the issue, they were going to remove and ban my account permanently. But they never gave me oh. the, the reason or the, <laughs> the issue to fix. Right. The issue I could fix. And then on top of that, like besides being counsel, we still fought through all that. We decided to go direct to consumer. So we sold mm-hmm. over a thousand like signed copies of the song itself, which is hard feat to do because we were selling for twenty five dollars. I don't know too many people buying a song. For- a song. Right. <laughs> Especially that we live in the streaming age. Right. People are like, why should I buy? I just can just stream it for free on Spotify or whatever the case is. But you mentioned something that's really cool throughout this interview that really, you, you know, you started on the TikTok side and we talked a little bit on the last interview. So people definitely check that out. And now you're, you're starting, you know, you've moved into the music, but still being a leader in shaping culture and, and in the conservative movement. I, I want to ask you, musically speaking, when you think about your songs, when you think about writing new songs, where does that, where does that inspiration come from? What, what inspires you to write the next song? I guess I could just take an example from the last one, the one yeah. that's out right now in Surgeon. Okay. What inspired me to write that song was just, okay, so the idea come, came from Glenn Beck. He had a series where he talked about seven myths that have been debunked that they put out and pushed during the campaign about Trump, right? Mm. And okay. a lot of these stories have been re- redacted or retracted, one of them retracted or corrected, mm-hmm. but they don't put out uh, notification or they don't make a, a lot of noise about it excuse me as they do with the the lie right so the lie is trump allegedly said or did nothing about the, the alleged bounties on the soldiers right mm. and then months later they come out and says well there never was a bounty on the soldiers but they don't but they don't yeah <laughs> it was lying about it so i made a song just to put it out there so people know that these people are lied and this is what they do but they don't want to correct themselves. And mm. as a person, I believe if you're going to be strong about pushing the truth, you also have to be just as adamant about making sure it's correct. And if it's not correct, correcting yourself. And I do that. Yeah. I do that for myself sometimes. There's videos out there where I said something, got it wrong, come back, make an apology, give you the correct information. Um, and then, you know, keep it going. It's okay to be wrong in some areas, but I just, I didn't want them to let that slide under the radar. So no, you're not about to fly below the radar. We're going to make sure we bring this to light so people understand who you are and what you would do to make a person look bad so you can win an election. Yeah. Because if all these things were proven false before the election day, then we probably would have a different president for sure. Right, a different outcome. But into your point, that speaks to to really the lack of 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 even the desire to speak the truth. 
uh, definitely in, in legacy media, and that's been proven for the last several years, but also it's a temptation for each one of us. Like, what are we more concerned about? Are we more concerned about our partisanship? Are we more concerned about our certain opinions? Are we more concerned about that than actually just spitting the straight facts, spitting the truth, even if that truth, to your point, maybe goes against what you what, what you would like it to be, you know? But I, I love what you mentioned, and you know, I have I have seen your success. I mean, I've been following you since last year, and I've seen your account grow uh, for whatever's worth. I've seen your verification from Instagram. You got that blue check mark. That's always cool. Uh, but more than that, I've seen the impact that you've been making. And I always wonder, being in your position, are there lessons or challenges that you needed to learn or that you learned through the success? Um. I'm sure there are. I can't can't really think on top. But if I had to say one is maintaining that momentum, because a mm. lot of times people think once you make it to the to the top, then that's it. You just sit up there, you know, kick back, put your lawn chair out, bring out the iced tea and just, you know, chillax. But no, right. <laughs> it's a fight to maintain that top peak because people are coming after you and not in a negative way, per se, but just that it's a fight to keep people's attention. And mm. so in order for us to keep people's attention, we have to continue to put out content, but not just content, but quality content that can compete with those major artists. So that's that's just always going to keep you busy, man. Just just trying to keep up with that. I don't mind it because, you know, it's, it's fun. It's always an exciting adventure. And you right. never know um, what type of experience you get from it. And you never know who you're going to impact. I think uh, each song, I got different different people. It's like, oh, man, this song is why I found found you. Uh, this this made me cry or, or now I don't feel alone. I had one guy because I did a feature on D Cure's new album, Enemy. We have a song mm. with me, him and the Marine rapper called He Is With Me. So we talk about God being with us. Mm. And the guy DM'd uh, D Cure and just said that he was on the brink of suicide until he heard that song wow. that brought him back. And he just, you know, just kind of like he's not alone. And you know, it's okay to go through thing, go through things, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. So those, mm. that's what I mean by the impact of music. So a lot of times it get lost in the political side, but yeah. I, it's it's more to me. It's more biblical and, and more cultural because mm. you know political politics, but it's downstream from culture. So I'm more concerned with changing people's mind, changing changing the arts that we see, changing the arts that we hear. I'm changing the institutions, the education that people receive and and, yeah. and, and, and focusing on the beliefs because a lot of people believe in some evil stuff. So, you know, make sure. sure God is represented well in a good light. And then that's going to help shift culture. And once we shift culture, it's going to be easy to kind of shift the politics in the direction that we want it to be. I love that because, uh, you know, a lot of us, especially growing older and, you know, maybe maybe people listening right now, you're in high school, maybe you're in college and all of us it, I actually read a, a study that I think it was about 66% of Gen Z wanted to work for a company that was making the difference in the world, which means that at least 66%, which I think is more of people that want to make a difference in their life. They want to make some type of difference. And to your point, you're, what you're basically saying, it's, it's not easy to make a difference, but we can all do it. You know, we can all, it, it takes consistency. It takes get putting the content out there. It takes, you know, maybe working when other people are sleeping, 
but it all makes it worth it because like you said, you shared that story. I mean, no one can overstate the impact that your work and others like you have done to save someone from the brink of suicide, you know, the way that God is using you. And I want to remind everyone who's just listening right now to Topher and his story is that what you do is more about others than you. It's not, it's not about necessarily your name recognition. It's not about how much you can grow or the wealth that you can accumulate or anything like that. It's the impact that you can make on others and how God can use you. And Tover, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, looking back into your journey and really what's, what's coming ahead, I mean, is there something that you wish you probably would have done differently or maybe you wish that someone would have told you earlier? <laughs> These questions are good, huh? <laughs> so just just the music business. I grew up in Kilmaka, Mississippi. The only person we had that had any association with music was the great B.B. King. And he was a blues legend. Wow, he's from there. That's so cool. Yeah, he's from, from my hometown. That's about it. We don't have anything with hip hop or anything else. So when I started, it was just pure passion. Um, with, with no purpose, I didn't, cause I didn't know what I was doing. It's just like, I like this. And I want to do this for a living. So if I could have someone kind of guiding me in the process of like, you know, how to get my music copyrighted, yeah. how to, how to get my music on the charts, like the importance of being on the radio. Cause a lot of people think being on the radio is the way to go, but it's really not. Radio mm-hmm. play is all paid for. What you hearing is not because it's popular. What you hearing is because people have paid thousands and thousands of dollars to put That's it in your ears. So um, I, it took me a while to learn that because, like I said, you be you be chasing these monsters, but they're not even the right ones. You need to be slaying. So I understood specifically for you know pur- pur- purposeful reasons, like making mm-hmm. money. Like you're spending mm-hmm. money on the radio. But yeah, of course. But on iTunes and other charts, you're making money. So I focus more on those charts. And yeah, it changed my life. Like I said, just understanding the business, uh, learning more skills, learning how to do my own graphics, learning how to do my own video edits, uh, managing my website, you know, just becoming a D- DIY type of person. Saves mm-hmm. you not only money, saves you some time, gives you a lot more control over visual content, over your musical content. And uh, yeah, it just opens you up to a whole whole new realm. Abs- uh, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one thing that you mentioned really stood out when I, when I was listening to you, that you said in the, um, in the area of music that you're doing hip hop, you know, you didn't necessarily have uh, a role model from your town or a role model from your surroundings. Like you said, B.B. King, obviously the king of jazz, right? And jazz slash really in the blues side. But yourself, you were very much of a trailblazer and you are very much of a trailblazer. Like you said, probably one of the most famous and upcoming um, uh, individual and independent artists that there is not only from your state of Mississippi, but probably in the country. And it stood, that stood out to me because maybe there's a lot of people listening right now that are kind of just looking for an example, right? They're looking for an example as a reason that it's possible. But something that's so amazing is examples are awesome. Examples are inspirational. But ultimately, it's not because of examples that all things are possible. But it's because you believe in God that all things are possible. So when there are no examples... You can be like Topher, for example, that he said, hey, I'm going to I'm going to start blazing this trail, even if there's no one that I technically look up to and I can follow their exact plans A to B or A to Z. 
but you can start wherever you are. So, you know, I encourage everyone listening right now, maybe this is resonating with a passion that you have and you've never seen someone do it or you've never seen someone do it the way that you feel it should be done. Or maybe God's placed some desire in your heart to change the world in a certain way that you, no one's ever done it before. Well, what I, what I would say is stop looking around and trying to find affirmation from man to do it. Ultimately, you just need the direction of God uh, to walk, walk you through that. And Topher, I, I also wanted to, to kind of get a little bit of, a, of your perspective on, on the very um, buzzword success. Right, it's even in, it's even in in um, in the series we're calling success stories, right? And we all see the big success stories of celebrities and all that, and we tend to put people on pedestals and things like that. But how would you, from your experience, define success? What I'm doing now, my goal, literally, you know, I've been listening to Ryan Leslie when I was younger and in college days and in high school. Very, he, he was another guy who was very uh, successful in music and he started taking back some of that control. And one of the things that stuck out to me when he had an interview, he said, um, in order to make six figures, I think anybody would consider six figures successful, like <laughs> for sure, <laughs> like any career. But he said, all you need to do to make six figures as an artist is find a thousand people that truly support you and get them to spend a hundred dollars with you every year. Mm. sound too impossible not really <laughs> don't sound too impossible and when he told me that that's all i've been focusing on mm. getting those thousands of people to spend that a hundred dollars with me and once i got that i said i'm good you know like, i'm successful now i can consider myself successful now mm. do i want more of course because i want to be a billionaire philanthropist that's what i that's what i want to yeah. be you know it's is you know it's far-fetched i don't know how i'm gonna get there but it's just something i always want to be because i truly want to um, in order to uh, help out, you need money, unfortunately, right? So I, I yeah. want to get enough money so I can help many people out the way I want to help them out. So, uh, yeah, it's, success is just whatever you deem success, but uh, it's that's just where I've been with mine. So having mm-hmm. ownership, because a lot of times you can make that six figures, but at what cost, right? Some mm-hmm. people are giving up and doing music they don't like just to sell records or they 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 making videos and making content that's against their morals right just to make that get that check i don't have to do that i don't have i'm a, i'm not running around running from gangs or anything like that <laughs> i go to sleep at night in my peaceful neighborhood you know peaceful family i can wake up every yeah. morning and uh, you know if i want to go worship god i can and because of the sense i have is I can still go around people and be normal. <laughs> I was talking to somebody. I said, I would hate to have to be like Drake because of the content he makes that you can't just chill with people. Like I feel like women would just pretty much sexually harass this dude anytime they could. Yeah. So, so he can't just walk out in public without security or something like that. But I can, I'm still at the point where I can just walk out, have a normal conversation. People come up, they're excited, but it's nothing to the point where they go to the extreme. So mm-hmm. there's always a, a balance there, but I feel like where I'm at right now is the perfect place. Now I'm yeah. sure God has something bigger in store for me. Don't know what that is. Like you said, I'm pretty sure if I knew what it was, <laughs> I might avoid it. Yeah. I'm just trusting him in the process, man. And and as long as he continues to elevate me, I'm going to continue to put him first and continue to put his name out there because at the end of the day, I cannot do nothing without him. 
Well, Topher, thank you so much for being here in the interview, taking the time. And I mean, really, as just we wrap up this episode, based on everything we've talked and and from your experience, I mean, is there is there any any kind of like last words that you just want to share uh, with our audience that they can they can leave inspired? Absolutely. Put God first in all that you do, you know, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Uh, like I said, the world is doing their best to make it seem like uh, that no one thinks like you, that you're crazy for for wanting um, to to follow God and what he's called you to do. But don't feel that way. There's millions of others out there just like me that will tell you the same thing and to have the same success stories. There's a reason why you see people like Cardi B who might not exemplify a life. <laughs> led by God, but we'll get up on the podium and say, I want to thank the Lord or thank God for getting me here. There's a reason, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, even Satan believed in God. <laughs> so, <laughs> even Satan believed God is real. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just follow your heart, man, and, and make sure you work hard. Like I said, I've I put in a lot of time and I made a lot of sacrifices, whether it's sleep, whether it's time with family to make the things happen that I have um, made happen. And that's, you know, a decision you got to make, you know, if you don't have kids or, or in a significant other, then sure, you, you know, um, it's going to be a little bit easier for you. But I would say, yeah, as long as you're doing what God wants you to do, he's going to give you back tenfold what you are giving up for his sake. So don't be discouraged, be encouraged. And yeah. Hey, I love that, Topher. Thank you so much, guys. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, stream his music on Spotify and Apple Music because he's upcoming, but he's he's already seeing a lot, a lot of success and he's making a difference. So guys, thank you for watching another episode of The Success Stories. We'll see you in the next one.